This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal preview series, our show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. Thank goodness Premier League football is back uh, and Arsenal are here to face Chelsea in the Premier League at Stamford Bridge. As always with our preview shows, I'm joined by some fantastic members of our Discord server. Uh, so let's bring them and introduce you to them. First of all, it's Paul. How are you doing, Paul? You good, you well? I'm good. I'm good, mate. Good stuff. Good to see you. How have you spent your international break? Has it been exciting? Uh, no. As boring as anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. I'm sure that people will share your sentiments uh, in that regard. We're also joined, uh, it's been a while, but it's good to have Joe back on the show. Joe, how are you doing, my friend? You good, you well? Hey, folks. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, in regards to international football, would you watch a Republic of Ireland match at the moment? I haven't. I really? did see how Ferguson score. Did he not? I think he, he did. That was it's four nothing against Gibraltar. It's not exactly slaying dragons now in all fairness. It's a win. A win's a win, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thinnest of margins is a win. But no, aside from that, like I said, I was away, and as I said yesterday, I've had other stuff going on. So it's been good the last couple of weeks. But I can't wait for club football to be back. Mm, indeed i think you speak for for many of us indeed uh and it's always fantastic to get a debutant on the show and we have indeed got one for all of us today it's nutty how you doing nutty you good you well i will just take yourself off mute you've pulled yourself a drew that's a classic tgt error it's fine <laughs> there we go lovely we always having sound problems <laughs> it's always it's been it's, well it's, guys how have you been Yes, very good. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I'm hoping that this connectivity is going to sort itself out very, very shortly. Yeah. It's the way of the world, but uh, hopefully it'll be fine. We'll just have to find out. We'll have to play that that, that doesn't work out. Um, Paul, let's discuss Chelsea because obviously they're a side that have caused us 
not loads of too much harm of late. In fact, we've had a, a fairly comfortable time against them. Uh, what have you made of uh, of our hopes against them this weekend? Well, the, um, their goal scoring has been abysmal, apart from the last game. Uh, they've um, they've been laughable at times, haven't they? But they just picked up in their last game, and I know it was only against um, Burnley, Fulham, and right. um, who was the other team? Uh, Burnley, wasn't it? Burnley, yes, Burnley. Yeah. Four one. Yeah. Um and they kind of look a bit good in that, you know. Uh so yeah, although I'm quite confident we're gonna beat them, I'm still a little bit apprehensive. No, and that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh you're entitled to be apprehensive. You're entitled to be and have those concerns um as well, because football is a strange sport and it can throw up strange results. The amount of times we go and play Manchester United expecting to absolutely batter them because we think they're terrible and then they pull off a result is annoying. Um, and I assume the same thing is also possible against Chelsea. Uh, Nutty, Chelsea, how have you viewed them so far this season? Uh, they've been poor. They've been very poor. I have to admit, though, at, during pre-season, they did look a little bit good and they got me a little bit shaken. Mm. But when the first game kicked off, I, all worries were gone. Yeah, ex- I think extinguished is the word I used when I said about Chelsea and any threat that I thought they posed to, to the title challengers this season because they have been, uh, and since they've lost Christopher Nkunku, I think has been a massive, massive loss for them, obviously. He was one of the best players they could have bought in the summer and he's not been able to play at all. Uh, Nicholas Jackson's been lent on, Sterling, Mudrick, Madueke, uh, Gallagher, of course, as well. But they still have players there that uh, are, to an extent, going to be a threat for Arsenal. I mean, Paul Mudrick is a player that we know was linked to Arsenal quite considerably. And if for those that watch the channel, we even were like almost ready at the idea of of him joining Arsenal for so long. He didn't, and he moved to Chelsea. And he's not not really done all that much. He did score against, uh, I think it was against Fulham uh, in in that game, and has been aided by that boost of confidence. Are you worried about facing the Ukrainian international at all? Uh, slightly, yeah. I mean, I was like everyone, so excited about the possibility of signing him. It looked like we, the deal was done, you know. Um, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing this fella. And then he went to Chelsea and he kind of bombed out. And I've got a funny feeling it was a disappointment of not coming yeah. to Arsenal. Um, he couldn't get over it. I really, I really believe that's why he did. He, he bombed out. Uh, but he's, I think he's got. Over that now, he's started to look a bit better. Um, I'm just hoping that the pressure is going to be a bit much playing against us and he can start blazing them over the bar and miss ch- missing his uh, crosses and, you know, just like back to normal Mudrick, you know. Back to um, normal Mudrick, yeah. Uh- <laughs> yes, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> well, after he came on, I think in the game that we played against Chelsea last season, offered again very little. Um, he will be, I imagine, probably starting this game on the left hand side, and that means Ben White, Saliba, etc., uh, or Tommy Asu could be up against him. And we'll have to wait and see on our lineups to, to see how we're all going to be dealing with that. The other player, the other kind of narrative, Nutty, is the return of Kai Havertz, the return of Jorginho, two former Chelsea players for the first time facing their. Uh, former I know Jorginho played in the game last season, but going back to Stamford Bridge, it'll be the first time that they both do that this season. Are you expecting either of them to play any kind of part in this game? I'm expecting for Kai Havertz to play a big role in this game. At least I'm hoping 
I mean, this is the type of game that can unleash the Kai Havoc we we we, we bought. Have you been disappointed with, with him he so far? Game you wanted more from Saturday. him so far this season? Disappointed, maybe, yes, but I'm not overly worried. I mean, it's his first season, new system. You can say new position as well, because Chelsea used to play a little bit out wide and then centre forward, so he's learning. I mean, it yeah, took Granit Xhaka about seven years to learn that position and play it properly. Why are we expecting Kai to just hit the ground running? I think because Arsenal spending sixty-five million pounds, obviously, is a lot of money, and a lot, a lot of Arsenal fans have expected to see a more immediate impact. That can't always happen. We know that, uh, and we've seen that with other signings. And we spent seventy-two million pounds on a player that uh, <laughs> didn't ultimately deliver either. But we're hoping that we see something different in this way. Uh, I think Joe is ready to return as well. Joe, are you, are you here? You're loud and clear. Are you hearing me? Yep, I hear you fine. Apologies. Circumstance Sorry, happens. No problem. Life thanks, happens. Uh, for working around me. <laughs> Tell me how you're feeling about this Chelsea fixture. Um, confident. I'm aware it could be a banana skin, but I am confident. Um, Chelsea are not a good side, and two recent wins, no more than the undesirable spuds against lower competition, does not make challengers. So for all the bigging up there's going on about Chelsea have turned it around and we should be wary of them, recent evidence shows that they should be afraid of us and not the other way around. Um, you look at the amount of money they've spent and if you give it to a seven-year-old, they probably could have spent it better. But Todd Bowley has gone the Brewster's millions way of blowing money on players. Only Man United have come close to them. So it's not exactly an honourable uh, and desirable accolade to hold. So I assume I'm not the analogy right. would go if you gave Man United's money to a six-year-old, they would spend it better, I guess, is, is how yeah. it would work. In the, well, uh, it's, like, it's like a race to the bottom between the two of them. Who could do worse with the same amount of money? in terms of their spending. Let's um, let's jump to our lineups. I think it's probably the best way to go from here. Paul, talk us through your selection because you've made a, a pick that I think is going to raise eyebrows it's probably fair to say yeah uh i'll put Saliba at right back and me thinking behind that is the speed of moderate um if not moderate then um his name just gave me now sterling or Madweke <laughs> and sterling yes yeah, sterling um we know that in the past uh uh ben, uh, ben white he's he's had problems with um Fast players, really quick players. Uh, I know we're going to press them high, you know, and we're going to try and keep them, push them back, not let them out of their half. But it only takes like someone to get, you know, with, you know, say Mudrick to get to break that, to break that press, and we could be in trouble. So I thought if we've got um, Saliba there, he'll have the pace to probably stay with him. Uh, we know that Tommy Asu can, you know. Probably his best position is centre-half, so I've got no problem putting him in there. Uh, and that's me thinking behind that. And through the rest of your team? All right, rest of my team, well, Gabriel, he's probably the best uh, The best we've got in that position. Sinchenko, he can push up with White and Partey there. Um, it's going to give Sinchenko a lot of, a lot of um, room to run in front of Rice. Um, 
El Pat, you know, push up and push up onto uh, Martinelli and provide um, for Jesus. Odegaard, well, there's there's nothing else you can say about him, but he's just brilliant. You know, I think he'll be, be a bit disappointed about what's happening in the uh, internationals, but I think he's gonna he's gonna take that out on Chelsea. Uh, Martinelli uh, with James. I mean, James looks like James is going to be back, uh, and he's you know he, he keeps getting injured, and I'm just wondering with the pace of Martinelli. Is James going to be just a bit worried and just hold back because he don't want to have to get in a foot race with him just in case he pulls up injured again? Uh, Saka, yeah, Saka, Saka, <laughs> and uh, you know, Jesus speaks for himself as well. Yeah, and Rice is your star man for this game. Why is he the one that's Rice? Because I just think that um, they've um, he will control that midfield. Um, Gallagher um, and Enzo, I think uh, they're going to yeah. be probably in the midfield. Um, I think that he will hear at them on toast, the two of them. Um, he, um, yeah, I think he'll have them on toast here, keep them quiet. And I think that it, for me, he will be star man because of that. Lovely job. Uh, let's go to who's next on the list, uh, Joe. Beginner mistake. Um, as I said, I've got a lot of to do this show. <laughs> it, it's not exactly imaginative, um, except for Ramsdale coming in instead of Raya. Um, I'm not fully bought into the idea that Raya is already the number one. You can call me naive, you can call me ignorant of the evidence, but I still think Ramsdale can get his place back in and start a game. He's played these sort of fixtures again a lot. He has a lot to offer to the team. Aside from that, as I said, it's as you would expect. Um, there's no one really on their side I'm overly worried about. The reason I've gone for Rice Partey midfield as opposed to bringing in, say, someone like Vieira or someone like Havertz or even ESR, some more of a possession defensive-based double sixes, is because if you look at how Chelsea have done, the few games they have won, they've dominated possession for a lot of time. And they basically scraped the winner at the end. We're not going to let them take up the ball. We're going to control more of the ball than they were. And I think they will wither and whittle away sooner. Like, I don't, if Chelsea haven't scored after 60 minutes, I think their heads will drop completely. I think Potch will look to just go home and they'll just completely and utterly wither. Then we can look on and bring in on players like Havertz, like Vieira. Then we can look to take, be a bit more creative. But I think if we just weather them for a while, they'll just fold. So that's my rationale with the midfield. Odin as star player. He's our captain. He's our joint top goal scorer last year. He likes scoring against Chelsea. I expect him to have an absolute ball in this game. And as Paul said, following the international disappointment the Norway are facing, he's going to look to, to really turn it on. And I believe this will be the game for it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I hope so, for one, not just for, for Arsenal reasons, but for fantasy reasons, of course, as well. I'd quite like a big game from, from that guy. Uh, let's finish the Lions with Nutty. Talk us through your selection, mate. Uh, well, I think it, in goal it's settled now. Raya is our number one, unfortunately for some of our fans. And then right back, I went with Ben White to cope with the supposed Mudrik threat. Uh, the centre-backs pretty much pick themselves. They have a great balance with Saliba bringing on speed and calmness. And then for physicality, you have Gabriel. And uh, I went with Zinchenko on the left because uh, I assume Chelsea will, will play a very low block. So Zinchenko is going to be very important when we have the ball to try and break those lines. Uh, in the middle, I went with Declan Rice and Kai Havertz. Uh, Rice picks himself as well. He gives us control in the midfield. Uh, Kai Havertz, I'm just hoping this is the game that Kai Havertz shuts a lot of mouths. And... He knows the ground, he knows the fence, he won't be faced by it. Uh, Martin Odegaard uh, has been a little bit quiet in the last few games. Uh, we're going to have a lot of the ball in this game, so I think this game will suit him very well. Uh, Martinelli and Saka on the wings, if they are both fit, you play them. And Jesus is drew a goal now, so I hope he can get a couple in this game. Lovely stuff. Um, I think I agree. Uh, I think on the whole, with with the selections that, that you guys have gone with, I know there's some slight variations in them. Um, for me, I, I think I'd just go as as, as strong as feasibly possible in this one. Um, I'm not as brave as, as Paul to throw Saliba in at fullback. I've gone with the usual uh, back four of White Saliba, Gabriel and Zinchenko, Partey, Rice, and Erdogan in the midfield, and Saka, Jesus, and Martinelli up top. Raya is in goal. I I think for me. This is probably our best team. I think you know, it's, it's, a, it's a toss-up between the, the, the goalkeepers for some, and that's completely fair. I don't agree, and I've said this in the chat box just now, that suggestions that Raya is way better than, than Ramsdale. I think that it's a real close battle between those two. I think they have different differing attributes uh, for sure. And I think that for some games, Ramsdale might be better. I think you saw in that game against Brentford just what he can offer this team. Um, and I'd have no issue if it was Ramsdale in goal on, on Saturday, which I think speaks volumes of the difference between the pair. There is obviously question marks about some players and their availability. Saka, um, Saliba, Trossard uh, are all uh, players that have not played during the international break. Martinelli as well hasn't, but we know that he came back for the Man City game. Partey did play during the international break. He played for Ghana and uh, suggestions are that he will be ready. We'll hear from Mikel Arteta tomorrow morning. Um, so we'll have to wait and see whether or not uh, we get an update on those players. And even if we do, the, the type of update that we get from Mikel Arteta these days is never a guarantee that it's actually what will happen. So that's something that you absolutely should be taking into account. Um, we'll end the show with predictions. So Paul, scoreline and scorers, please. 
Scoreline scorers, I'm going 2 0 Arsenal. I'm going to go with advice and Saka. Stuff. Joe. 4 1. Let's be ambitious. 4 1. Nice. Who's going to score? Um, I'm going to go with Ben White Screamer to steal your thunder. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Saka Brace. And then I'd like to see Odin get another goal. Obviously, be my star man. So Odegaard to get the last. Lovely stuff. And finally, Nutty, tell us what you're going with. That is an incredibly long delay. I don't know, I don't know about you, but that is a ridiculous delay. Nutty, if you're hearing me, mate, I know the connection is pretty poor, but if you're hearing me, tell us your scoreline and scorers, please. I think we've lost him. I think we've lost Nutty, sadly. Um, we have lost him from the calls. That's a, that's a shame. Uh, but I was counting down and uh, still haven't got an answer. We'll go uh, to the chat box um, and uh, we'll round things off. Apologies for that. It's, it's something out of our control, I'm afraid, uh, with connections. Uh, Canterbury Guna says 1-1. One, one. Uh, Temi says 3-0 Arsenal. Havertz, Screamer, Saka and Raya, late penalty. Steve says 2-1 Havertz, Brace. Uh, Thomas says 2-0 Jesus Rice, uh, Screamer. Uh, Mahatia says uh, 5-0 Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, Mudrik, own goal, which would be quite funny. And Saliba uh, there. Havertz to Mr. Sitter, says Leon Bell, which is not a nice prediction at all. And he says it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Mr. Reese says 3-1, Common Yugunas. Amira says 2-0 Martinelli and Tommy Screamer. It's coming one day uh, with Havertz assisting both goals. Goldwyn, sorry, is going for a 2-1 Arsenal win. Uh, Leon reckons that a 1-1 is a good result. I disagree. I don't think a draw in this game is a good result at all. And MM says 1-1 as well. Uh, 3-1 from Vesman uh, with Jesus, Rice and Saka. I'm going to go with a 3-0 Arsenal victory. Ben White screamer, obviously, even though Joe's tried to steal my thunder there. Um, and uh, we'll get a goal from Gabri Jesus. And I'd love to see Havertz return as well. That would be fantastic. Um, Hopefully, we can get this result. Paul, thank you for your time, mate. Tell people where they can find you what you're going to be up to. Uh, Twitter, Granddaddy Guna. Um, that's about really. And the Discord. Uh, I'm in the Discord now and again. Not so much. been quite busy lately. But, yeah, um, that's about it, really. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, Joe, thank you for, and it's good to see you again and rejoining us. Uh, I really appreciate that. Well, I'll be around. I'll be in the Discord periodically. Famously, I don't use social media. That hasn't changed. Um, yeah, I'll be around periodically. That's the best I can say. Absolutely. Uh, we also appreciate Nutty for jumping on. Apologies for the, the connectivity issues that are out of his and our control. Uh, but it was a very good debut for the stuff that uh, that we could hear from him. So thank you again to Nutty for jumping on, hopefully next time. And there will be a next time we can sort those out um, before uh, the show. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Really appreciate that, as always. We'll be back, uh, of course, with updates. Uh, regarding tomorrow morning's show, uh, I'm hoping to bring you something then. The, the problem is, is that the press conference has been moved to, well, it's not even moved, I just got the time wrong. It's actually at 9am uh, tomorrow morning, which means I'll be starting work at 8am, which obviously conflicts with the time that we'll be doing the 8am show. Hopefully we're going to pre-record something that will be going out ahead of time anyway, so you will still have some 8am morning content. It just won't be the usual 8am live show. But thank you to everybody that's tuned in. Really appreciate your time as always. Do drop a like, subscribe, all that lovely stuff. And let's keep those fingers crossed for a big Arsenal victory on Saturday. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.